There is so much unknown about this world in which we live. Energy flows throughout the entire universe through an electromagnetic field. We have people like Maxwell or Hertz who have the theories that we are all part of a visible or invisible light spectrum, meaning that all of these waves is part of light, which would in turn mean that our brains are light. It's a chemical electromagnetic wave experience and our bodies give off light science has shown us this is a fact well many people were giving me some information and when the world all starts to give you the same information i listen this episode is going to be a little bit different for everybody we're going to talk about the energy that's around us and the energy that we give so sit back grab yourself a cup of coffee or whatever it is that you're into you're listening to america emboldened with greg bolden on the america out loud network You don't know what they sacrifice. We have lost touch with the principles in the Constitution. Nobody's read the Declaration of Independence. You are voting for socialism, and you got what you voted for. Welcome, Bold Americans, to another week of episodes here on America Emboldened. I'm your host, Greg Bolden, here on the America Out Loud Network. As always, you can go to www.americaoutloud.com, where you can see all of my colleagues' work and read articles to help keep you up to date on what is going on both in your health and in the world. Some of the greatest talent here, and I'm honored to be a part of it. Listen. Uh, today's episode, as I stated, it's going to be a little bit different. I, I don't really feel that I'm going to get into the thick of politics at all. Tomorrow's show is going to really be a great conversation uh, after somebody called my Friday show me being a homophobe and alluded to me being hateful in the way that show was presented. And so I invited them and brought Chris Michaels back and I had a conversation regarding that and it's a must listen to it's not kid friendly if you listen to my show in the car tomorrow is going to be one of those shows where don't listen to it in the car with kids present we, we talk about a lot of really mature subjects things that are going on not that i think that i have a kid friendly show to begin with uh probably put your kids to sleep if anything but that all stated uh tomorrow's show will be a little bit more on the risque it won't be vulgar by any means but we're going to talk about sex and sexuality and uh be talking about moral uh relative LGBTQ issues, and uh, for some people, that may be stuff that when you're taught about sex, they don't want young people in the car. So just a little warning in case that is you driving along. Now, let me tell you what's been going on with me in this message that led me to do the show today on energy. So back in uh, September, October, I had a person who said, I would make a great guest for your show. And I learned really quickly after inviting this person into my home that I will likely never allow anybody on my show in the future that says I would make a good guest for your show in the future. Uh, and I've made this decision unless I want to speak with somebody. I don't do the interview. I, I don't let people dictate towards me because it was an absolute train wreck. It was unfocused. Uh, the person wasn't giving me uh, straight answers on things, but then it took a little bit of a twist uh, when they met my wife, as well as we continued the second half of the conversation. 
so and that kind of kicks off uh, what's been what I could say just odd energy for me. And so I'm just going to put this out there right now. If you are a Christian, uh, what I did, I combined Christian uh, concepts, my Catholic background and prayers with this energy practice that I did over on Friday. Uh, but I want to explain to you why I did what I did and what what brought me to this moment. For some of you, you might think that this is completely kooky. Others will be like, you know what, Greg, I'm so glad that you did this. Um, I'm glad that I did it and we'll get straight into it. All right. So I had this person into my home. They came in and my wife saw them and I could tell from my wife's facial expression that she was kind of like, why is this person in our home? She didn't get the good juju vibe, so to speak. And uh, I could tell that she wasn't really happy because a lot of times if I have people over to the home to do the show, we go down to the studio in the basement and my wife will stay up on the first floor. My wife took the kids and went up to the second floor while I was recording, which is not like her whatsoever. Um, during the break, talked to my wife again, and she was kind of giving me this vibe. And around the break is when I was like, this interview is not going the way that I want it to go. It's running too long. This guy must think that this is like the Joe Rogan show where I do three hour episodes. It just didn't feel right. But I was asking these questions because I wanted at the time I was covering shows about good and evil and whether there is a battle against evil in the world. And this person told me that good and evil don't exist as a construct, that it's a completely made up thing, that just things are, and you either accept that they are, you don't accept that they are, or you manifest which way you want things to be. But he did not believe that there was a such thing as good and evil. And it created a lot of uh, havoc into my follow-up questions because we weren't speaking the same language. But where things got a little bit crazy is, so he we went outside to do the rest of the interview on the deck. Um, I just, I, something about this process, I, I just didn't want him in my home anymore. And it was a nice night out. And so I was like, why don't we go sit outside? I have a little fire pit area. And so I brought the microphones and I brought my equipment out there and we started recording. And he tells me the story about how his friend turned into a demon. And I'm not making this up. I, I never aired this episode on America out loud because, and I never aired it period because for me, it didn't match the energy of my show. And there was something completely evil and off about it for me. When I listened back, it just, I didn't get a, a good vibe from it. And I didn't want to have my listeners listening to something that I didn't uh, support, believe in, or that I thought could actually be dangerous in some way, shape or form. So, as he's telling me the story, he talks about how this is not the only time that he actually now is in regular uh, touch with this demon figure. And I'm getting freaked out, but I'm trying to keep it together. And as I'm looking into his eyes, there is this weird thing happening between the flames of my fire pit and looking into his eyes almost becoming completely black, like the whites of his eyes were disappearing. And sure, it's probably just like the, the, the light in the dark that was playing tricks, but I trusted my intuition that I wasn't speaking at that moment with somebody who was a human spiritual being. I was speaking with somebody who was connected into a world of demonic. That's the only way that I could really bring that uh, message to my listeners. So you would understand this right now. Now, 
I'm going to also tell you that back in May, if you listen to my show regularly, you've already heard the story about how one of my students gave me a crystal because I did a ghost hunting episode with CJ Faison, who uh, goes regularly to haunted mansions, haunted houses, and haunted places, and investigates ghosts. And uh, my student said, hey, I, I saw what that guy did, and he didn't close you off from spirits, and you're all in danger. So she gave me this, this crystal rock, and she told me to sleep with it underneath my pillow, that she put this intent on it. And that sent me down a rabbit hole from my days of being raised as a Catholic in Christian prayers to thinking about how I believe everything right now is electromagnetic, that we're energy, and the energy can neither be created nor destroyed. And that there's intent. And I started thinking about prayer in a different way after that. I started thinking about manifestation in a different way after that. And not from a demonic realm, but from a purely, you know, how do I bring light and love and positivity and purity into my voice, into the presence of when people meet me? How do I maintain being a good person within all this and not get caught up if this is real into this world of demonic? And this student that I had uh, told me that their brother um, had practiced being a warlock and witchcraft. They go up to uh, Salem and uh, she had books of spells and everything else. And it was just it was very interesting. I I was like, you know what? My, my brought this rock into the home. My wife's like, we only do Jesus here. Get that thing out of the house. But I was like, let me just, you know, maybe it will trap. It's a crystal. After all, it has its own resonance. It has its own energy. Well, why is that all really important? So. I put that rock under my pillow last uh, May, and um, after that, I just let it go. But that's going to be important to the story as we move forward here. I put it on top of my nightstand after that, and it's been sitting there ever since. This gentleman comes into my home around October. We record the show, and I was actually looking for audio from that show, but I deleted it because it freaked me out so much. I think I might have a backup somewhere if I do. I don't know. It's not even worth putting in here, but I'm sure people would be curious to hear some of this guy's stories, but I don't even want to unlock with that type of energy with my listeners today. Uh, So we're just going to keep that one under wraps. Anyway, so he's telling me about all this stuff, and I'm listening to it, and I'm like, yeah, I, I need this guy out of my home. Uh, th- that's just how I feel. And I never called the guy again. They reached out to me a few weeks later. Hey, that show ever air? And I'm like, nah, it just didn't match my, my, my topics. I didn't feel good about it. So I apologize. I hope you don't feel I wasted your time. I had a fun conversation, but it's not airing. And they accepted. And that was it. We never spoke again. Well, my life energy wise, there's been a lot that's been going on that just I feel like I'm in a negative energy cycle and space at times and I've attributed it to covering politics I've attributed it to the fact that you know when you look at the news cycle there's not a lot to be hopeful about a lot of times and maybe sometimes it seems fatalistic to begin with but then things started happening recently where things started kind of progressing and so I totaled my car I broke my ankle after that And then my production computer died. In addition to that, I just was paying attention to the energy from my children, uh, just anxiety, my wife, um, and just paying attention to what was going on in the home. And one of my listeners, who's a friend of mine as well, uh, reached out after uh, listening to a show that I did with Laurie Elizabeth. And they said, you know, I'm just curious, have you ever saged your home before? I said, no, I 
that's not something I've ever done. That's something I've ever considered. Tell me more. And they said, well, I really listened. And I think after you had that person in your home, I heard you talk about that, how it made you uncomfortable. I think they left something behind. I think that energy needs to be taken out of your home or somebody that you brought into your home has brought other energy into and around you. Now, some of you uh, may feel like this is some new agey type of stuff. I urge you to continue listening in to this entire show because it, it, I don't believe it is new agey. And I'm going to tell you a few things about me that you might have heard on previous shows, but it just it bears repeating here. I have dreams at times where I talk to my dead relatives and they tell me things and those things normally always happen. And I've tried to describe it as far as like, how could that physically happen? The scientific reason why, because my brain wants to know why. And what it's come down to for me is I believe that the energy that's in this world, we're all really in tune with, and it comes back to us. And when we sleep, our brains start to unpack that. And for whatever reason, I find that, you know, my grandparents are the ones that are going to give me that message, but it's really myself unscrambling this or my grandparents energy or what's within me and around me that allows me to be intuitive into those areas. Or when like the hair starts standing up on my arms, as I'm thinking about something, that energy is my intuition. That's telling me, yeah, I should pay attention. Like there's something real here. And perhaps you've experienced that too. You've walked into a room, your intuition tells you something's off about this person. Trust that intuition because that is energy that is transferred and that can stay behind as well. If you ever think about when somebody upsets you, the way that eats at you from time to time and continues on, I'll never forget, I, a person I really love and respect, we had an argument, but then they went into like this really demonic place with their argument. It was like, you know, I know you're not going to be able to not respond to this. And they went to this negative spot, which was only going to reinforce that negative energy for me. And I just offered it up in prayer and I was like, I need to let this go. And I did. I let it go because I know that that person wanted me to chew on it. They wanted me to eat on it. And so it's important that we offer those things up energy wise, whether that's in prayer, whether that's in some type of ritualistic type of cleansing or whether that's in meditation or breathing, something to just let that go, because I'm not good often at letting go unless I'm really thinking about it. So that brings me to my saging experience. So after the car, after uh, things that have been just going on in general, or when I'm around people, uh, certain individuals, how I feel on edge, I was like, yeah, let's cleanse this energy. What, what can I do for it? And so there's different ways that people can be in touch with their energy. So the first thing to understand is that your brains all operate on wavelengths, right? Our brains are chemicals. Uh, that are also electromagnetic. It's EM waves that are based off of chemicals, normally somewhere between one and 100 hertz. Now, if you think about hertz, think about the bass drum, zero to 30 is like that real low tone. Uh, and low tones are going to be the low hertz. It's weak cycles of oscillation in the hundreds per second. And so uh, most brain waves here are so slow uh, and so incredibly weak that they wouldn't really have any way to be detected outside of somebody actually doing an electromagnetic test for like seizures and attaching those electrodes to your brain to be able to see things. All right. And so that's where we get where seizure testing comes in. So we can actually see the electromagnetics. Now, once you understand Maxwell, you understand Hertz, then you also understand that anything that is an electromagnetic wave is a manifestation of light 
either visible or invisible. That's where we get like UV light, X-ray light, all these other things. Except this is not like radiation in the sense where it's going to hurt us, but it is in something that has a, a true uh, meaning behind it. And so when people were telling me I should sage my home, I immediately was like, all right, well, I've heard about saging before, but I don't know much about the science behind it. So to make a long story short, it's a spiritual ritual that's known to cleanse all energy, positive and negative energy that started with the Native Americans. And if you've ever been to a Catholic church, you likely have smelled almost like the, the incense, right? The incense smells a lot like burning sage. But there, I found there's a ton of things that can really improve your overall health by burning this as well. So if you don't believe in the whole electromagnetic universe, even though it's scientific, or you feel like what I'm saying about energy is completely bunk, I'm asking to stay with me on this because one, I'm going to tell you about my saging experience and what happened in my home as I was doing it, as well as I'm going to give you some of the health benefits. All right. I'm going to take a break right here and come back right afterwards uh, and go straight into the experience for everybody. But I got to get a word from the sponsors for the show. As always, the uh, Genesis HOCL Fogger, the atomizer now, it's the tinier system. You just set it and forget it. You plug it in. Um, it's a great little product. It helps rid the room of viruses, bacteria, mold. It's pet friendly. It's family friendly. Go to America. Uh, actually, I was going to say go to America out loud. You can find all those shows. But if you go to genesisfogger.com backslash out loud, you get a discount just for listening to my show. All right, everybody, you're listening to America Emboldened with Greg Bolden on the America Out Loud Network. We know you love the versatility and portability of the Genesis Fogger, but sometimes you just want to set it and forget it. Well, we heard you. Introducing the UX4 HOCL Atomizer. This stationary unit quietly protects you and is perfect for smaller spaces. With over a quarter million units sold in Japan, it's now available in the United States. Visit genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud to see the UX4 in action and receive a 15% discount on either Fogger with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you're ready for anything. World-class care from doctors you can trust, all from the comfort of your home. That is One Wellness. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company launched the One Wellness membership to provide free monthly supplements and unlimited telemedicine access with doctors that share your values. Be a part of a revolutionary new healthcare system that puts your health and well-being above the interests of Big Pharma's bottom line. It's the way healthcare should be. Go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first month of One Wellness. America Out Loud beats to the pulse of our nation. We know when you're angry, you're troubled, confused, glad, and thankful. Well, we know you because we are you. AmericaOutloud.com. Join us as we explore the most important issues of our time. America Out Loud Talk Radio. Liberty and justice for all. Welcome back, bold Americans. Glad that you came back for the second half because this is the part where I tell you about the experience. 
All right, so I ordered a kit for saging on Amazon and it had great reviews. Uh, it looked like it was a, a, a solid product. People were happy with it. And uh, it said it came with a, a little booklet that told you how to do the saging experience. So this thing came the very next day. I was up actually uh, in New Jersey for a funeral. Uh, we had a death in the family and uh, came back, left the uh, wife and kids up at the in-laws. And when I came back, I was like, you know what? Why have the house to myself? It was just me and the dog. I'm going to sage the home and I'm going to sage myself to rid myself of any negative energy. And I'm reading the book that comes with it. And I'm thinking, oh, this seems a lot like witchcraft. I'm not really comfortable with this. And I looked at the whole positivity, uh, some other things. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to pray like an Our Father with this, as well as talk about the intent of, I want a prosperous environment. I want a positive environment. I want a calm environment. I want a healthy environment. Those type of intentions uh, within the prayer. And so I lit the sage and I opened windows and I went around the room and I'm saying these words and at the end of each words and going through the corners, I'd go to the middle. And as the smoke was rising, I would pray in our father and then, you know, invoke uh, Jesus's name and ask if there was anything to leave. And then they tell you to clap loudly. And I made some loud sounds. Um, then I made it into uh, the kitchen. From there, I went to the sunroom over to the rest of the like eating kitchen portion, went into my dining room, my formal living room. And when I was all there, I just had like this feeling in the formal living room, like something wasn't really right. So I opened up the extra windows and continued to move on with it. Um, got through, was a little freaked out, hit the bathroom downstairs. Then I did the garage. Um, and then I made my way upstairs. And at this point, everything was kind of fine. It took like maybe like 10 minutes for the downstairs. I get upstairs and I started with my children's rooms and, uh, I tried to change like intent with those based upon what they like, talked about creativity and things. Uh, Sage the Room, my studio that I'm in right now, same thing, talked about creativity, but I also talked about uh, being inspirational, uh, talked about being positive. So that way, when I do my shows, I, I just hope that I could offer more positivity instead of negativity in, in my takes. Um, and I felt all that was great. Then I made it into uh, our laundry room and went to the bedroom. When I got to our bedroom, that's when things got really weird. So as I'm in the bedroom, I'm saging the room. And all of a sudden, as I'm walking out after I do the Our Father and I do everything, something fell off the wall and fell off my nightstand. And these are things that have been there for a long time. There's no reason for something to, to fall off. I wasn't jumping up and down. Obviously, I got a broken ankle. I'm wearing an air cast. I'm walking gently. So this isn't like, you know, shaking or anything else. Um, the window was only cracked and it wasn't a breezy day. So it's not like the wind blew something off. So immediately I got pretty creeped out. And I, I was like, you know, all right, I'm going to bring some scenes into it. Like, you know, bring in Michael, uh, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Let's talk about, you know. Uh, the different people from the gospel uh, in order to invoke Jesus' name. So if there's something here, have it leave. And then it felt like I was doing like some type of exorcism almost. Like it just, it was, it was bizarre. Like I, I realized, okay, maybe what I'm doing in this energy that I'm in tune with at the present moment, I'm in over my head. That's really kind of where I, where I was at that moment. But I'm like, I'm going to keep with the intent keep strong in my convictions and make it through. I did the bathroom, did the uh, closet, and then made my way back to the hallway. I then went down to the basement 
And this is where the second part happens. So the basement's finished. Um, I spent a lot of time down there. I put a theater in during the pandemic so that way I could watch movies and stuff, put a playroom for the kids, a bedroom down there. And I have like a, a storage area and I go into the storage area and I'm saging that. And as I'm talking, a voice talks back to me really quick and high, like a high male voice. And I can't tell you what it said, but it was enough that I'm like, who's in the home with me? I'm home by myself. The dog doesn't talk. What is going on? So I walked back out to the kid's playroom and I'm looking to see if I could recreate an echo. If maybe my, my voice bounced off something, I go back into the storage room. I do it again and I don't hear it again, but I feel like I'm being watched. Now, keep in mind, this is where I did the interview with the gentleman who was demonic that told me that he had been in touch with demons. And so that kind of freaked me out. So then I was like, all right, I'm staging this again. I'm doing these prayers again, and I'm going to go back through these rooms. And then I did the bedroom, did the bathroom down there and, and went all through. And I didn't hear anything else. And I actually started feeling a little bit more at peace after that. So I was like, all right, I feel good. Go back upstairs. I finish everything out. But then I'm freaked out thinking about, you know, what I just experienced both up in the bedroom with something falling off a bookshelf thing and then my nightstand. And so I called a, a good friend of mine who you guys have heard on my show, Chris Michaels. Now, Chris Michaels is really into the esoteric. Um, I will sometime bring him on just to talk about this stuff. Uh, but just like Laurie Elizabeth, uh, we talk about this type of uh, spiritual work and things. Uh, Chris says to me, uh, I tell him about this gentleman was in the home and he goes, you know, there are people that can leave things behind like watchers that he see your children meaning the gentleman. I said, well, yeah, I think when he first came in, he goes, yeah, you know, those type of individuals, they have the ability to connect energy to things that keep a watch. That's the first I ever heard of this. And that kind of freaked me out. And I was like, all right. He's like, yeah, I'd go back through your home again. And just, you know, knowing what, you know, do it again. You said, if you, if you feel, I'm like, all right, that, that sounds good. Uh, let's, let's get that done. Now I did my car <laughs> like I went around the car, not the inside, but like I, I, I got a little sage happy. I even did the deck in the chairs where he sat, uh, and around my deck. And during that time too, like I felt a little bit weird and that kind of went away. I share all this with you all because we often don't think about the energy that we leave behind the words, the words that I'm saying right now that are coming through your speakers or your headset, whatever you're listening to, it's a waveform, right? It's a light. And hopefully you can talk and hear, not talk, hopefully you can hear the pureness of the message of what I'm trying to bring, bring across. Uh, hopefully you can tell that it's meant with great intent. It's, it's met with positivity. It's met with light and love. It's not meant as any way to like freak you out in what I'm saying, although you might be freaked out. I'm really interested in hearing from my listeners on this. Um, you know, normally the way I was taught is you don't mess with this stuff. You go get a priest and a priest does all this. So I feel like I, I entered into a world that I probably shouldn't be entering into. But the other part of it is I know that my daughter has friends that also are into Ouija boards and stuff. And I'm wondering that they bring something into the home. Like is something unlocked? And so that's just all stuff that I want to share with you because a lot of times, you know, the person that you might find annoys you and stuff, who knows what they're into. If, if they have evil intents and that they would attach negative energy, negative thoughts to you. And so I'm trying to rid myself of all of that right now, but about the sage, 
I actually found out in the process of doing all this, not only does it smell like the Catholic incense that I was raised on when the priest lights the incense and incenses the altar or incenses people with the caskets, etc., um, that it also has health benefits. And so I went to look at the scientific studies. There are antimicrobial properties of sage, meaning that if you light sage in your home, it helps keep infectious bacteria, viruses, and fungi at bay. So simply by allowing that to go through it, it can help out your home there. It's an antimicrobial and antibacterial. Uh, white sage is also antimicrobial. Um, they also will repel insects. So for my friends down in Florida, that may be a great way to keep the mosquitoes away. You know, I know that you probably have mosquito um, nets already, but just another way to help out. Um, so the other part is they believe, although it's scientifically unproven because it's very difficult to um, prove this in a, in a study, but it's thought to release negative ions which would help neutralize positive ions, which then gives the metaphysical side of why you would like this in order to get rid of both positive and negativity. All right. Now, there are positive ions in allergens like pet dander, pollution, dust and mold. And so if this works, not only is it clearing the energy of maybe evil intent, but if you have asthma, allergies, bronchitis, you know, other respiratory type of stuff, uh, don't inhale the smoke. Okay. Don't inhale the smoke, but if you do the room or have somebody do it for you after it clears, it could neutralize those ions, which is awesome. Now it's been connected to the spiritual world for a long time. As I was telling you, uh, the native Americans, uh, were using this already and we can thank them for its use. Um, now it also has been known to enhance intuition. Now pay attention. As I was doing things, I became more aware of my surroundings and I was feeling different, which would then go into that whole intuition side. Uh, some people have used this for healing uh, and reflection upon their spiritual dilemmas, which I believe is kind of what I was doing. Uh, I believe that I was probably uh, going through that. Um, I guess some people, there's a version of it um, that White Prairie Sage can be mildly psychoactive. Um, I did not do that. <laughs> um, but then there is the burning sage to dispel negative energy. All right. So past traumas, bad experiences, negative energies from others that get left behind. Uh, that is one of the uses and certainly what I used. And so it's a ritual where you set your intention and dedicate yourself to your own self-improvement for positivity. And that's what I worked on. Um, you can use it to cleanse specific objects. Um, so new purchases, gifts, secondhand items, things that other people might have been tied to, furniture that was gifted to you after somebody dies. Uh, you can use sage in order to uh, bring peace and mind to that object and help it be something that's more of a sacred object to you. There's also uh, known that it can help for anxiety, depression, and mood in certain cultures. And there's been studies done that have proven that sage improves mood. Uh, there's another study in 2016, in the University of Mississippi, that showed it also soothed stress, whether it's the smell, but the receptors responsible for mood levels and even alleviating pain were stimulated by the use of sage in these studies. And then 
Other studies say it can improve the quality of your sleep, the smell of it. There was a research that was done as well that says the compounds were showing to have a change in your brain uh, waves in order to help that. And then we also get to uh, boosting your cognition. Uh, So in addition to all these other things, uh, we also find that it has cognitive benefits. And their studies in 2016 to see if it affects dementia and Alzheimer's disease. But there need more research right now. It's still in the the, um, infancy stages of that. But I thought that was really interesting. And then lastly, I mean, if you like just a really cool aroma um, that's not you know, it doesn't have any chemicals or anything or can neutralize other odors. I mean, sage is a, a pretty cool thing. So whether you go with this because you listen to my story and you're like, wow, yeah, I need to get rid of this negative energy, need to cleanse my home, cleanse my space, cleanse my objects. Or you're just like, hey, there's some health benefits to all this. Yeah. Now, now here's the warnings I'm going to give you. Um, obviously, you're burning something, so you don't want to start a fire. Uh, There's going to be ash, so you want to have something to catch the ash in as you're doing it, because you're going to be indoors. You're not going to be outdoors should you choose to do this. Um, So it's the the smoke clears rather quickly as well. It's not something that burns uh, wildly. It's a very slow burning uh, product. Uh, I had like a a feather that I could wave at it or blow on to kind of keep it uh, smoking. Uh, you could set off a smoke alarm, I'm sure, if you if you get this underneath your smoke alarm. So just be sure uh, that. And then also make sure it's completely out after you're done with it. I made sure about that. Um, and make sure you open your windows uh, while you're doing this as well. Um, now, there are uh, some things to be aware of, too. It's a Native American ritual. So if you're going to do this, um, I think that respect is something that's really important. Like you don't want to make this because it's trendy or anything else. Like I did this because I really felt that this was something I sincerely wanted for my family, for myself, and something I will probably likely continue on with. And so don't make this like a game. Don't don't just be like, well, I'm going to do it because I heard it on Greg's show, you know, American Boldened, you know, bold Americans, we're all going to start saging together. Well, if you're going to do that, just make sure that you're treating it with respect. Sage also uh, has... Um, ethical places where it can come from. So do your research before you purchase it. So make sure it's ethically sourced. You're not contributing to um, harming of other human beings in any way, shape or form or their land uh, by doing so. Um, and then lastly, report back. You know, I did a, a little bit of um, research for the show. Uh, it was le- very last minute. So I, I didn't have a, a ton of a engagement. And I think about 50 people responded to my poll that I put up, but I just wanted to know um, if people had saged before and the majority of people had saged before uh, a good amount had never. And then there were a few that were like, well, I have never saged, but I get my home blessed. And so uh, if maybe if you got your home blessed, did it get incense when it got blessed or was it just holy water? Cause I've got incense. Guess what? You've likely saged before through that process. So what do you think? What's going on with uh, what fell off my shelves? Well, if you listen to the beginning of my story, let me tell you what I discovered fell off. So uh, on the top uh, part, I never figured out what fell and hit down, but I did find out what fell off the dresser. 
Do you remember the crystal that my student gave me? Yeah, that was on the ground. It fell off onto the ground, hit a couple things on my floor because right now with my foot, I got a couple things around the dresser that helped me get around. But it was the rock that moved that had not moved since May where it was sat. Now, if that doesn't creep you out, I don't know what will. But um, whatever is in that rock, in that crystal, I hope that it leaves my home. Listen, everybody, tomorrow we're going to get straight back into uh, the topics. Like I said, we got a a great conversation here uh, where both Chris Michaels and myself were called homophobes for our Friday show, which I stand 100% by. I'm not a homophobe whatsoever. I just find that that's the phrase that the left uses when they got nothing better to say. And so I addressed it head on with the individual. I brought them onto the show with Chris Michaels and we talked through their concerns about why it was problematic. You'll know the voice. It's a regular guest on my show as well. I won't ruin the surprise, Uh, but it turned into a great conversation. And I hope that you share it. I hope that you send it out to people. As far as this show, if you feel that there's somebody that has some negative energy and you think that this uh, kind of testimonial of what I went through is there, uh, feel free to share it with them. Let them know what's going on. As always, I hope you all know that I respect your time. I appreciate the listen. And I look forward to having you join me again tomorrow. Uh, The best compliment you can give me is sharing my show with somebody and having somebody else send a little bit of a like, follow or subscribe onto my services of putting my show out there. So I appreciate that, too. You've all been wonderful in helping me grow and supporting me. All right, everybody, that is it. That is all you've been listening to. America Emboldened with Greg Bolden on the America Out Loud Network. Be bold, America.